Yo, 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 Jazz, we ready to go? Let's get it. I want you to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Life of Lips. Let's go. This moment's past you. Grab you a pet in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Don't let this moment was past you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Welcome back to my life of list hosted by yours truly, Derek Sire. Once again, we can't get started without shouting out possibilities. We can't get started without shouting out paradigm shift. I could not do this without them. So showing us some love. <sighs> Today's list is called Beautiful Memories. Keep in mind, if you don't have the book, go get it. Every podcast is going to follow uh, each chapter. I'm going to talk about the story, and then I'm going to expound on it a little bit and tell you some things that I've learned from it. Keep in mind, a life of list is not about the big stuff. The big stuff our brain tends to hold on to uh, really firmly. It's the small things that I want to encourage you to start creating lists about. In fact, if you go to my book, you'll start seeing all the little things that I would keep track of. In fact, it's a book of lists. It's called My Life of List. And today's list, number three, chapter three, is called Beautiful Memories. But of course, you know it. I can't go into the list without giving you the backstory. So here we go. So I didn't know that my family would be the type of family to follow our kids all around the country for sports. I didn't do that. That's not how we grew up. We grew up playing the sport where you live. If your school had it, then you played it. If it was close, then you played it. We did not travel. But my son has been the one who's traveled the most. It went from community soccer, right, where you sign up and they put you on a team, to team soccer, where you sign up with a group of people, to club soccer, which is competitive soccer, which is where you have to try out and then they place you. Well, it was happening right before our eyes. It was snowballing downhill, and we just stood in front of this big snowball, and we took it in the face, right? Smiling the entire time while soccer was smashing us in the face and in our wallets. Literally, the only thing we could think about was how many memories we were creating for my son. See, growing up, I didn't have a lot of experiences outside my community. In fact, I don't remember traveling out of the state but a handful of times. My wife had a few more traveling experiences than I did, being able to live in different places, but still nothing significant. My parents made sure that I experienced a lot of things, but those experiences were all local and regional at most, right? Because I grew up in North Tulsa. I remember visiting Kansas City once, the Dallas area several times, which is probably where we visited the most. And every now and again, we hit up some small Oklahoma towns, but essentially my childhood to my teenhood, was lived within a five-hour drive of my house. And absolutely nothing like my kids are experiencing in their youth. In fact, we have quadrupled the experiences they've had to date, and they're not even adults yet. So for our children, more than food and more than sports and all the stuff, my wife and I have chosen experience, hence the chapter titled Beautiful Experiences. You know, since I've written this book, my son has traveled twice as much. Since I've written this book, my daughter has traveled twice as much. And one of the things that we decided, whether it was close or far, is that we wanted to focus on experiences. Why are experiences so important? I'm asking you, right? You can, you can answer me back. You can find me on social media. You can tag the book, hashtag my life of bliss. You can Go to my website. You, whatever you want to do. I want you, I want, I want to know. 
Why experiences? And I believe because we learn the best through experience. There's something different about looking at a book versus actually seeing it, right? Because I, when I read, I, I make it all up in my head, and I, I make up the sounds and the smells and who's wearing what and how tall people are and the color of eyeshadow and lipstick and cologne and perfume and shoes and the personality and how they said the thing. Like, I make it up. That's why I love reading. I get to create my own world when I read, right, with a little help from the author and the writer. But when you go to a place, you experience it just as it was intended to be experienced. I'm talking about the beach, the mountains. I'm talking about museums. When you go to historical places, you go up and down the East Coast here in the United States, and you get to see colonialism at its finest with the big houses. You go down south, you get to see the plantations, right? If you if you go to the mountains, you get to see the cabins and smell the pine cones. And you get to be a part of When you go experience something, that's something that no one else can ever take away from you. And not only is it yours forever, but it shapes who you are and how you see the world around you. I promise you, if you ever go anywhere and you come back to where you live, you see things differently. I experience traffic a whole different way when I go to L.A., when I go to New York, when I go to D.C., when I go to Miami, and I come back, when I go to Atlanta, and when I go to Dallas, and I come back to Oklahoma, I'm like, okay, Oklahoma, we ain't got traffic. We don't have, we don't have traffic. Y'all think we got traffic here? We don't have traffic. When I think that Oklahoma has some really, really good food places to eat and I go to other places, I'm like, oh, man, Oklahoma ain't got no food places. When I go to different cities and I experience different people, right, I absolutely love the experience, not only of experiencing them, but them experiencing me and how our lives are shaped and different because of it. So what does that do for my children? What does that do for you? What does it do for your children? What does it do for your family, your marriage? What does it do for your academic and educational experience? What does it do for you as a professional to go out and experience things firsthand and for yourself? I'm going to tell you what it does. It stretches you. First thing it does, it, it, it stretches you. Why does it stretch you? Because sometimes we hear things, but we don't see it. Right. Sometimes we hear about a group of people, but we never hear our experience firsthand on our own. Right. So it stretches us. It challenges us. It challenges our faith. It challenges our perception of different races and cultures and genders and sexual orientations. Like it challenges when we get to go to different places, it stretches what we believe. Second thing it does is it exposes us. Right. Right. It, well, exposed probably should have been number one, but one and two exposes us and then it stretches us. And then the third thing I think it does is it forces us to either stay the same or adapt and change. Number one, it exposes us to some different people. Simply by going and seeing and tasting and experiencing and smelling and touching, it exposes us to some new things. The second thing that it does is it stretches our beliefs. It makes us uh, stand face to face, nose to nose with some things that we've probably said that were either not true or they were even more true than we thought. America's melting pot. I heard it. Like I knew the concept of a bunch of different people being in the same space. But when you go to New York, the Big Apple, 
the city that never sleeps. When you go to D.C. and you see all the different type of people and they're walking by each other, they're not fighting, they're not arguing. They all trying to go to work. They're all trying to provide for their families. They're all trying to make money. They're all trying to build relationships and have fun. And they're on this human experience. When you go out and see that, it's absolutely wonderful. And it stretches our concepts of people and culture and can we coexist and can we get along it stretches our concept of what a dollar does it stretches our concept of being apart uh across from uh, social and political and party lines like it stretches us when you see somebody that doesn't look like you or doesn't vote like you or doesn't uh, sound like you or come from where you come from and you both are striving to do the same thing it exposes us it stretches us and then it forces us to make decisions now that i've seen it now that I've smelled it, touched it, tasted it, am I going to stay the same? Am I going to be stubborn and arrogant and not let people rub off on me? Am I not going to believe what my eyes see and what my ears have heard? Am I going to be so, uh, what's the, what they say, uh, it's fixed mindset. Am I going to be so fixed that I don't let the lives of others and the energy of other people change and impact me? Well, I can't answer for you, but I know for me, I've created some beautiful memories by chasing my kids around the country, by following them around the country, and by following my heart into certain places. I'll give you a story. I was uh, over in um, Turkey, in Bulgaria. I spent some time over there. Beautiful people. Had a wonderful time. Well, when I come back, um, the, the next year, I'm celebrating Ramadan with some of my, uh, my mentees. And I'm sitting at this iftar. We're breaking fast. Um, and uh, we're introducing ourselves. And there was a lady there who didn't speak any English, but she was the aunt of somebody sitting at the table, and she was from Turkey. And so we're going around the table. People are introducing themselves. What's your name? Where are you from? What do you do? And then tell us something interesting about yourself. Uh, you know, my name is Derek Sire. I'm a professional speaker and trainer and mentor. Um, I'm here in Oklahoma City, and something cool that I think the table would like to know is I just came back from Turkey. Mom didn't hear anything. The aunt didn't hear anything that I said. She heard turkey is what she heard, right? And so her ears perked up, her eyes lit up, and she leans over to her niece. And her niece says, I'm sorry, my aunt wants to know, did you just come back from Turkey? And I said, I did just come back from Turkey. And the aunt pushes back from the table, claps her hand. She stands up, and she's talking, 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 talking. I have no idea what she's saying. The niece is trying to interpret everything she's saying. She said, ultimately, my aunt said, whatever you ate over there was not hers, and so you got to come eat her Turkish food. You have not had a Turkish mother's food until you've had my aunt's food. I said, listen, if you cook it, I'm eating. Two weeks later, I find myself sitting in this house in northern Oklahoma City with my shoes off, eating all of this beautiful food, drinking all of this Turkish tea. And it's all because I was willing to be exposed to different people. I was stretched by hearing their stories and by sitting at this, in this space where I was the minority. And then I was forced to engage in a way that made me better. I still talk to those people to this day. I still follow them on social media. And that was about three or four years ago. I've gotten so many beautiful experiences by simply stepping outside of my comfort zone, by attaching myself intentionally and organically to spaces and people so that I can learn new things. And I cannot tell you the life that my kids are going to live because I'm going to make sure that they do the same thing. You all. I want to make sure if you're listening to this and we're talking about living a life of lists, I want you to add to your list 
to get around people that don't look like you, get around people who don't speak like you, get around people who don't believe like you, go to a different side of town, go to a different city, go to a different state, go to a different country, eat different foods. And I promise you, if you open yourself up to be exposed and if you absorb those things and allow it to stretch you, you won't have to be forced to change. You will gladly do it. And along the way, I promise you, just like my kids, just like my family, and all the millions of other people that have chosen to engage in other thoughts and beliefs and foods and cultures and communities, I promise you, if you do it, along the way, you're going to create some beautiful memories. Thanks again for listening to another episode of My Life of List, hosted by yours truly, Derek Sire, powered by Paradigm Shift, recorded in the Possibility Studios. Signing off until next time. Don't let that small moments pass you. Grab you a pen and a pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list.